NFL fans, are you ready to win big this week? DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, has you covered. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game, and if they do, you win $200 in free bets. Winner, winner. That's all it takes. It's really that simple. If Sportsbooks isn't available in your state yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PFF. Bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and win $200 in free bets. If they win, you win with promo code PFF this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only, new customers only, min $5 deposit and $1 wager required, one per customer, restrictions apply, see DraftKings.com sportsbook for details, gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome in, it is Officially Thursday night football on the PFF betting podcast. Two days without football, definitely long enough. I don't know about you, Kevin, but uh, you know the World Series started. NBA, of course, is happening. Do you think either of those, either of, of those two sports, are you tuning into any either of those matchups? Or are you kind of uh, you know just a football guy at this point? Yeah, I'm pretty much just a football guy, and honestly, I I didn't even know the World Series was happening until you just mentioned it right there. There we go. There we go. I mean, that's that's <laughs> that's what I wanted to hear because I think out of all you know the major sports, I do think. Sorry, sorry to all the MLB fans, but I do think baseball definitely is like sorry, sorry, grandpa. Tier. Sorry, sorry, grandpa. grandpa. If you're still, if you're still on this earth, sorry <laughs> if you're for still that. On this earth, yeah. Unfortunately, uh, no. And yeah, it's. Uh, I think the people that respect baseball more power to you there's no way i'm sitting through a three-hour baseball game uh at any stage of my life here moving forward so we will see let's move on to thursday night football though we got packers cardinals i know a lot of people were excited for this uh matchup uh you know fourth and third best team in our elo rankings uh there has been you know a little bit of covid situation happening with the packers no Devonte adams no alan lazard uh, they're going to be, you know, starting like Marcus Valdez-Scantling, Randall Cobb, maybe a little Amari Rogers is going to get mixed in. Uh, what are you seeing kind of from the game perspective? I know the spreads basically moved up from, you know, minus three, minus three and a half in the look ahead line now up to minus 6.5. Uh, can you touch either side, you know, kind of at this inflated number? Or how are you kind of playing this overall matchup? Yeah, I don't know. It's so weird that I think I am going to stay away from it. I mean, I did think that the Cardinals were slightly attractive before we heard everything and the initial line at three or three and a half where you would have gotten it, although you don't like to get it right there. But I still thought that was somewhat interesting because I'm not a big believer in the Packers right now, only because the defense has been so bad. I mean, last week against... Uh, the good old Washington football team, they won 24-10, but they, you know, zero punts for Washington, a ton of drives well within scoring range for Washington that they came away with no points. So I'm not sure they've been that great on that side of the ball. And the Cardinals, of course, have, have been some pretty good teams this year. Yeah, definitely. I, and I, 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 don't, I don't know if I necessarily want to push back on the Packers um, expectation on their defense, but I thought, you know, with 
the injury situation that they've had to their secondary, I actually expected them to be even worse defensively than what they have been. Uh, mm-hmm. They've only, you know, they ranked 12th overall in our coverage grade. Part of that is Jair Alexander, but he has missed the last couple of weeks. So you've actually uh, not really been overly impressed. What kind of makes you believe uh, that, you know, the downfall of the Packers defense is coming here on Thursday night? I don't know about the downfall, but I'm just saying that they have had, you know, they haven't had the most impressive performances. I thought Justin Fields, while he had a couple of, uh, longer plays that were turnover-worthy plays, and they didn't really move the ball between the beginning and the end of that game. He still at least did something against the Packers, and uh, if you've been paying attention, Justin Fields hasn't done a whole lot against other defenses. There we go. You, you're not going to turn this into another Justin Fields, event, are you? That's <laughs> <laughs> No, no. Although, uh, yeah, any if anyone is is feeding you you can't evaluate this player at all this year, then it's just like, why even have the games? Like, right. why not just go right. home? Why not just pack it in for for the Bears this year? And Justin Fields can just come back next year because we can't we can't derive anything off of these games, clearly. Right, right. I love that. If you do want to listen to Kevin's uh, rant on Justin Fields, I thought it was really good. Check out the Unexpected Points podcast. Uh, Kevin goes into a lot of the analytical details, does get some sports betting action in, uh, as well, but it is a great podcast, so make sure you check that one out. Anyways, let's tune back in. Uh, Cardinals, Packers, no no bet on the spread. Do you like the total at all? That's 50.5. That's kind of, um, you know, moved down, I think, uh, two points basically from the look headline, one point from uh, where it opened at at 51.5 this week, now down to 50.5. PFF Greenline kind of likes the over. Uh, and saying that you don't really buy into the Packers defense, could you get on board with uh, taking the over in this matchup? Yeah, you know, I could. It's one of those weird situations where, I mean, we know Devontae Adams. Having Devontae Adams is better for your offense than not having him. But there's these weird things where if you actually pull up Aaron Rodgers' splits with or without Devontae Adams, I mean, it's a pretty small sample without him. I think it's something like six games over the last couple of years. But without him, he's been better. The offense has been better. Everything's been better. So clearly, you know, you it's not like Devontae Adams is a negative to to the offense, but maybe there's a sliver of evidence that he may not be as big of a factor as you might think. And then because of that, you combine that with the fact that are we buying the Cardinals defense in this first year where they're having a little bit of a breakout year looking good? Are we buying that? You combine all that stuff together, then yeah, I, I could get a I could get with uh, going over on this one. There we go. I actually like that quite a bit. I know you you said small sample size with that split, but I do think we have seen the market kind of overreact in certain situations. I do think the Devontae Adams COVID, uh, you know, COVID, him missing it is definitely one of those situations. No J.J. Watt for the Arizona Cardinals. I don't think he matters a whole lot, but, you know, if you do buy into uh, the Cardinals' defense resurgence, maybe that's going to be a little bit of detriment to them on Thursday night. So let's shift gears a little bit. Player prop action. I know, you know, the PFF player prop tool has a number uh, of early value already on this matchup. Um, we do, you know, make sure you check it out at pff.com slash betting. Uh, are there any bets that kind of jump out to you immediately, Kevin, that you like here? Yeah, there are maybe one. I mean, I think it's interesting. We don't show a ton of value on it, but DeAndre Hopkins over five and a half receptions. I don't know. Maybe this is like a folly to do this sort of thing, and you can continue to be raw in this entire season. But the fact that Hopkins has had such a low target share this year, I mean, relatively low for him, under 20%, I just don't know if that's really going to sustain going forward. He picked it up a little bit last week, and I just have a feeling like he's going to start to be fed a bit more as defenses adjust and decide they don't need to do whatever they 
can to just take him away. So I think he's an interesting guy just to play against the trend that we've seen over the course of the season so far. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's not, that number's come down, you know, obviously from as high as 7.5 to start the yeah. season. He's only gone over it, what, in two of seven games so far. Right. Same for his, you know, receiving yards total. Do you feel more comfortable with his reception or his receiving yardage prop uh, if you're going to play either one of those to the over? I think more with the receptions. I think it just might be in a circumstance where he gets fed a little bit, but I don't know if the efficiency is normally going to... is necessarily going to be with that so i think just the receptions is what i'd be most confident in okay okay so what do you what do you make of this uh cardinals backfield situation i do think james Conner basically played his lowest percentage of offensive snaps last week uh in that victory over the texans lowest percentage of team rush attempt share as well this season last week do you think uh are you buying into the fact that maybe they're switching more towards chase edmonds and the more full-time role or was this more of a spot where they could potentially uh, just give James Conner some needed rest as a veteran running back and he's going to be right back to you know his usual utilization on Thursday night I think it's more likely than not he'll be back to his usual usual you're making me say it now usual utilization um but you know it, it could continue trending in that way I mean I've just seen many many times as I do the share projections each and every week here that there'll be a trend for a week or maybe even two weeks you know think to yourself okay well this is clearly trending in one direction because why would they switch from one running back to another there's no logical reason other than a shift in philosophy that will continue going forward and then they just flip the whole thing back around the next the next direction so i guess more than more than not i would look at the longer trend before i would buy into what's happened in just the last game yes it can continue sometimes but again Again, just as often, it won't continue. There we go. I love to hear it. You love to hear it. So I got to ask you, you know, the second tier running backs in this matchup, James Conner just talked about, A.J. Dillon. Our player props tool likes their over receiving yards for both of them. Uh, 9.5 for A.J. Dillon, 5.5 James Conner. Neither have been all that involved uh, in the passing game. Do you, do you think either of those guys um, are going to go over the receiving yards prop, buy into, the, you know, what we're putting out from the player props tool? And if you were choosing one, what one would you feel more confident in? Uh, I think Connor, if I was going to feel more confident in one of them, only because, like I said, I don't like betting on the Cardinals here, but I feel like the chance of them really not only covering, but covering substantially, which would mean potentially more James Connor on the field, which means maybe he'll get um, a catch or two in this in those scenarios would be interesting there and it's just such a low number for him also uh, that I mean you think about it he has a much lower number than what Dylan has and despite the fact that Dylan is like the number two running back and Connor is maybe the one B so for that reason I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with James Connor and you know James Connor's shown the ability to catch passes maybe he's not the most uh, deft receiver out of the backfield but he's someone who was used a lot when he was with the Pittsburgh Steelers. So he can do that. Right now, you can get 25% off any PFF subscription if you use code BETTINGPOD. Grades and data are live for every single player who logged a snap last week. You can go check out all the highest graded players from week seven and look to find some early value on spread picks and player props for week eight. What all can you get with a PFF subscription? All of PFS locked article content PFF's NFL and college football betting dashboards, our grade power projections, cover probabilities, and betting values. Zero to 100 grades of every single player, including the top rookies on every team. 
We got our player props tool, which shows right. plus minus value for every NFL prop. We got NFL Green Line, DFS Optimizer, and so much more. You got to support the PFF Betting Podcast. Use promo code BETTINGPOD for 25% off any subscription. Yep, definitely. So James Conner, over 5.5 receiving yards. I think, you know, besides uh, DeAndre Hopkins' receptions, that is what uh, that is what Kevin likes the most from our player props tool. That is the highest value play here on Thursday night. So that might be um, probably the best player prop opportunity that we are going to be talking about right now. So let's shift gears again. We got, you know, the showdown slate, DraftKings. Kevin writes a great article coming up on PFF.com today. Uh, make sure you check that out. How are you kind of approaching uh, the captain position in the showdown slate tonight? Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming that Kyler is going to have a very substantial, he's going to be rostered probably in nearly a quarter of uh, entries as the captain. So while I agree that he's most likely to hit that number, I don't know if I'm quite behind it. Uh, Aaron Jones is going to be very popular there. The thing that's really going to be the inflection point here on who you're going to choose, I think is going to be, is Marquez Valdez Scantley going to play? Who do you think of the Packers wide receivers are going to catch the ball with Alan Lazard out and Devontae Adams most likely out. I guess there's probably maybe there's some chance that Adams is back. I'm not sure if he's been officially ruled out or not at this point, but we know Lazard is out. So I feel like Randall Cobb or uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling are two guys where even if everyone knows they're going to be potentially the top receiver, they do not have a very high salary. There still might be some value there because no one's going to feel good about saying you want one of those guys to be your captain for this matchup. Yeah, definitely. I agree 100%. I don't think that's a good feeling for me either. I don't know if I have, I don't have it. I don't know if I have it in me to lock in either of those guys in my captain position, but I think they, you know, obviously make great plays in the flex position. I'm assuming that's kind of what you're seeing with the data that you're looking at. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I th- also, this is like, you can use them in captain too, but we're talking about, you know, a multi entry here. Maybe right, you wouldn't want right. to like put everything, put, put all your chips in on Randall Cobb at captain, but there is a non zero chance that he catches two touchdowns or something and ends up right. being the, the, the winning captain selection here. But this is really a situation where you're going to want to differentiate yourself from the field. So maybe in a very large contest where you're putting in a bunch of entries, you could look for one or two of those. There we go. There we go. So what are you seeing uh, more from like the tight end position, right? Obviously, Robert Tunyon could see, you know, higher usage given, you know, nobody's basically going to be running routes out there for the Packers wide receivers. Zach Ertz, new situation with the Cardinals. Uh, are either of those guys popping up as, you know, potential flex options here for the DFS showdown slate? You know, Ertz actually shows up a little bit, which is surprising because his salary is quite a bit higher than than Tunyon so I wouldn't I wouldn't have suspected that yeah I don't know how much more that Tunyon's going to get here because of the fact that he's been a very touchdown dependent guy Ertz was fairly active um I still don't think he broke a tackle I have to check with um the Twitter account about whether or not Ertz had broken a tackle but he had some yak like so that's close right I mean maybe it's not a tackle broken but even with Ertz you never expect any yak so he was used he was used, not only did he get the one touchdown, but there was a miscommunication that could have been a touchdown on another play last week. So I don't want to jump all over him. I think maybe his 
he'll be rostered a little bit more than you'd expect because of that strong performance last week. But he's a tight end playing for the team that is the favorite is normally one of those options that is underutilized versus others just because you have that touchdown probability and that's what you really need for tight ends in fantasy. Yeah, definitely. I agree with you. And I I do think that, you know, the newness of Zach Ertz kind of being in this new offense, like you said, the yards after catch kind of came. People are going to potentially credit that to the Cardinals offense. Uh, I could see him, you know, being bought into a little bit more from a showdown perspective than probably what he might even be worth. But uh, we'll see how that plays out. So what what are your, you know, what's your kind of like final takeaway from showdown? How are you kind of, you know, what what plays are you most confident in? I know you talked a little bit about the inflection point being uh, the Packers wide receiver unit. Um, how do you specifically want to kind of approach that? Well, I think when it comes to Kyler, who's going to be the, you know, the highest rostered guy across the board in these types of situations, what I like to do is fade them as a captain spot and then go ahead and buy them as a flex spot. Cause they're actually going to have lower flex ownership than you would think, because there's already so many people who have them in, in the captain spot. So that's one play that I would make there. And I would also, you know, lean into the fact that the Cardinals are going to be a pretty substantial favorite in this game. And because of that, there are going to be touchdown possibilities for guys who may not be, uh, very popular, whether it's Christian Kirk or whether it's AJ Green or Zach Ertz, like I mentioned, I think those guys are all interesting. And then the last thing, as I hinted at before, is try to figure out someone on the Packers who's going to do the scoring because there's going to be someone. And as of right now, you know, you're going to scale all the way down to, you know, the 15th, 16th highest salary before you get to the first wide receiver who's going to end up playing in this game for the Packers. So just make sure that you have exposure to someone there, that you're leaning on someone as the guy who's going to be the one who soaks up the targets, uh, many targets that are going to be available in this game. Yeah, and, and make sure that person isn't Aaron Jones. I do think you got to th- maybe think a little bit more outside yes. the box if you are kind of playing, you know, those Packers pass catchers. So this was great. Make sure you check out Kevin Cole's article on PFF.com. Check out the player props tool if you're getting in some, you know, sports betting or player props. I also have an article coming out kind of on the island game setup uh, that has worked fairly well. Get a same game parlay in if that's what you're into. Uh, so, yeah, it's going to be, you know, a fun Thursday night matchup. Uh, COVID can't keep us down enough to keep keep us away from Thursday night football. So uh, we will continue pressing forward. From Ben Brown, joined by Kevin Cole, we appreciate you guys listening to the PFF Betting Podcast. 